1: Hello and welcome to the HBO Boys Halloween Special Part 2. This is a continuation of last year's Halloween one-shot that we did, so go listen to that if you'd like the full context of what happens here. Or be a freewheeling madman and go in raw. It's completely up to you.
2: They say that only love is fair, but you don't care. Uh
1: Chad, you're not wrong. As we wander through ominous verdant clouds all of them gushing sheets of rain. Gusts of wind consumed the land as if from the fingers of God. Zigzagged lightning scrawls horizontally through the night sky. We once again zoom back to Ransom, Kansas, the home of our heroes, if you'd like to call them that. It has been a year since the kerfuffle at the Ovana Farmstead, and all has been quiet on the Midwestern front. That is until tonight we continue to ground level whiz down a road accelerating and turning and come to a corner and then whoosh into a large home that is overlooking the grisell memorial park and frisbee golf course next to said course is the home of ransom's mayor mr cranston as we the audience let ourselves in through the front door we enter a scene where the mayor has just found out that he paid for his son brent's first semester at dartmouth to play football but as it turns out Brent wasn't on the football team, accepted to go in the first place, in New Hampshire at
2: all. Wait, just a real quick question. So I didn't ever get to Dartmouth?
1: <laughs> you, Yeah, you went, but you didn't actually get it. Uh, you just thought you got it. Okay. You said you got into an Ivy League school, and I think you've kind of proven, you've pro- you proved last time that, like, How would any Ivy League school let that person in? You know,
2: it was a football scholarship.
1: Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was no scholarship. Brent has been hiding in Miss Karanofsky's basement for two months. This is the mayor talking. Brent, yeah, I I sent a check for thirty-eight thousand dollars to New Hampshire for someone who didn't go to their school, which they kept. By the way, heck. I bought season football tickets, even though I was only going to go to one game. I even got a call from Dartmouth Hedge football coach Buddy Tevens congratulating me on having the dopest son alive. Are you telling me that
2: was you on the phone? Yeah, Dad. Thanks. uh, Thanks for the check. (laughs) What? Yeah, thanks. You kept the the money? Howard, I wrote it to Dartmouth. That's not your name. Well, yeah, I think there's something wrong with the check, because I went to the to the gas station to get some beer, and oh, they wouldn't yeah. take the check.
3: Right.
1: Yeah, but you tried to give a gas station a check for $38,000? Yeah,
2: well, it's as good as money, right? I can just use it like money. Uh,
1: okay. Okay, listen, listen to me. The funny business is over here, Brent. I'm not dealing with your shit anymore, okay? I have found you employment because I don't believe you'd be able to find it for yourself. You just lie to me and say you got a job and then try to give a check to a gas station. So here it is. You're the deputy mayor of Ransom, Kansas. Now you're going to learn the ropes of what it's like to run this town and do all my dirty work for me. We are a town of 260 people, Brent. So as deputy mayor, you have many, many jobs. You'll be running the Parks Department, you'll be the Tax Collector, the Fire Marshal, you'll be running Zoning, you're my Secretary, you do pretty much everything.
2: Can I, can I be in one of those Fireman calendars? I would look sick in one of those Fireman calendars.
1: You start tomorrow.
2: Thanks, Don't be late.
1: You're welcome. I don't...
2: (sighs) It's good to be white in America. I can get a job doing anything.
1: You're not wrong. Get a good night's sleep, you goddamn doink. And I'll see you at the town hall tomorrow.
2: Good night, father. Why are you
1: Dracula now?
2: <laughs> Later, dad.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can't just be Dracula now, dude. That's a large character choice. You can't just be making them. Okay. Later that night, in the living room of Trudy Karanofsky, the town's neighborhood watch liaison, as well as the biggest stickler for rules in the whole of Ness County. Trudy sits with her roommate, who is with or without benefits, that much is unclear, the 37-ish year old Reed Coleman, fresh off of losing 100 pounds after taking up disc golf last winter, and who now has not a care in the world. Their fire crackles as they both sip boiled tang out of copper mugs. Their front door then swings open as Brent walks in. He is drenched in rain and holding a bucket over his head to catch it. The wind outside howls. Brent puts down the bucket, kicks it, and removes a football from his backpack so he can fondle it while he ponders with his friends. As Brent sits with his two unlikely pals, we can hear Trudy's phone ringing nonstop in the background until she picks it up and then immediately hangs it up once more. You three, how does this scene go? It's raining.
3: It's raining. It's not that I don't want to answer the phone. It's that I'm too busy to answer it. For example, now I have to write a letter to the editor of the newspaper and tell them that uh, Ted Lasso is satanic. Brent, (laughs) did you get to see your father and get some rent money
2: for me this month? Uh, Here, take this check. That should cover a, a month. I told you I need cash, Brent. It,
3: you go through forty dollars in Kleenex alone every month. <laughs> <laughs> let,
2: let let me see that check, my boy. I, I, I produce a, a crumpled up piece of paper. That's like <laughs> it was. It was. It was. Uh. It was. In the bucket that was on my head to block the rain, so it's like wet and like it's falling apart.
1: <laughs> Reed has somehow become a fatherly figure.
3: Oh boy.
2: This yeah, check. Did Reed, did Reed get swag?
4: <laughs> Trudy, my dear, this check seems to be made out to a Dartmooth. Weren't you related to a Dartmooth?
3: It's very sad these days. This is Trudy monologuing to it herself. <laughs> it's very sad talking to Reed these days. Sounds like a totally different person after he survived <laughs> that stroke. <laughs> but, yes, that's right, Reed. We can use this money to pay for our electric bill. Then it won't turn off the power, and I'll be able to post on Facebook about the Lizard People Illuminati Conspiracy.
2: What? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where to take this.
1: Sure.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Sure. Yeah. As a crack of lightning overwhelms the senses, there is a knock at the door.
3: Hold on,
4: let me go get the door. Oh,
2: I was just out there. Did you see anyone? Oh, there was nobody there. Oh. Well. Somebody must have arrived. Well, Reed, you are the man of
3: the house in this situation for, for at least one of two reasons, possibly.
4: I said I was getting the door, Trudy. <laughs> Why are you...
3: What is this choice you've
1: made? Just go to... Okay, whatever. <laughs> when you open the door, there is no one there. Hello? Okay. I knew it. Okay. <laughs> On the ground is a mahogany cigar box. Oh. Looks like a box of Cubans. When you pick up the cigar box, you open it and there is a note inside along with a cockroach or two that go scurrying away. Trudy rips the box out of your hand read. And once she understands that there is a note to read, one of her favorite pastimes, it's like Facebook, but on paper. She reads, I'm going to put it in the Discord. That's for you uh, to read, James.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The ransom mall, a fertile ground, where evil acts to ground and pound, I don't know why I started with the rhyme. I thought it would be fun, but it's not. Please, you three report to the ransom all food code at once. It's dire. Say no, and everyone gets sold, gets sucked into a demon's, My lord, into a demon's buttocks. That's what it says right here.
4: Wait, it, that, it says we're going to get sucked into a demon's... B- a what? Here, you read it. Okay. If you can
3: read still. <laughs> <laughs> sucked
4: into a demon's buttocks. See you there soon, man. They cl- they finished off that letter so intently, so excited. I think we should go check it out. Ever since I took up disc golf, I've been a been a lot more uh, <laughs> virtuous.
3: <laughs> I swear, since the moment he woke up in that hospital bed, it's been disc golf
2: this and disc golf that. <laughs> Wait, are you guys are you guys a couple?
4: <laughs> I, I guess.
2: <laughs> Hashtag it's complicated. <laughs> Oh, so, Trudy, Trudy, I, I'm impressed by how uh, tech-savvy you've become. Yes, a,
3: a Boy Scout at the library earned his merit badge by teaching me how to make a Facebook account.
1: Wow. Brent, as the letter is being read and comes to an end, you feel something growing in your pants.
2: Uh, hey, can I have another box of tissues? I know I'm over my quarter <laughs> for the month. <laughs>
1: When you reach into one of your pockets, the wooden raven from the first episode is in (laughs) your pants. This has happened to you a couple of times. Every now and again, the raven just appears on your person for no particular reason, it seems.
5: Trixie! Oh, Oh,
2: shit. Fuck again? I told you to throw that dirty thing away, Brent. Uh, I'm trying. I keep trying. It's just, it's not... You knew about this?
3: I know all the comings and goings in this house. <laughs> I'm also the captain of the Neighborhood Watch and chairman of the Homeowners Association.
2: Well, I uh, got recently got a new job, and I am the king of the town.
4: That seems a little far-fetched, doesn't it, Brent?
2: And my dad, my dad, you know my dad's a pretty important guy. Well, then maybe he can get us some of that
3: electroshock surgery that Reed needs to return his personality (laughs) to what it was.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's, He's not the man you fell in
1: love with read the letter that you're holding now shifts and changes the words all melt and reconfigure to make new ones like you're on the 90s show ghostwriter (laughs) and the new words read and bring the birdie
4: bring the birdie well you have a a wooden bird up in your pants there son i'm holding
2: it in my hand that's something else
4: (laughs) you took it out of your (laughs) pants and are holding it in your hands son you had to say
3: son again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this is, I think Adam Carver has been transplanted to this, this game.
2: Ryan, I want, can I inspect the, the raven? Does it still have that in, inscription on it?
1: Yes. It does. It says Reed Coleman on the
2: bottom. Here, Reed. It, this is for you. Mm. Try, try well, putting it in your
4: pants. It's worked uh, for me. Uh, I mean, I will put it in my pocket, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. There we go. Okay. Do you want to go to the mall now? I think we should go to the mall now.
1: At that moment across town, at the Ransom Mall, newly constructed over the land that once was the home of the Ovana farmstead in the middle of the food court. The ground fractures and splits open. Red light shines from the underworld. The wind and lightning continue to bellow outside into the night while the local Panda Express sinks into the nine levels of hell. Oh no, not my four combo. As evil (laughs) has returned. To ransom. As you three approach the Ransom Mall, you see a grand opening banner over the front of it. Said grand opening is tomorrow, November 1st. The doors are chained shut, and from the inside you can see a red light emanating, the same color light that now shines through Reed's pocket.
3: Now look at that. It's another high concept teenage prank, just like us last Halloween. What do you
1: guys do?
4: Well, I've I've never seen a light shine out of my pocket before. Wait, so I also it... haven't been haven't uh, touched a, a lick of alcohol in several months.
1: <laughs> if anyone wants that piece of lore just like randomly <laughs> thrown in there,
2: <laughs> so so it's it's Halloween
1: it is Halloween night you are standing in front of the ransom mall and the doors are
4: chained shut this is eerily similar to last year's Halloween
2: how do you figure are we going to have a big party
4: spooky things are happening on oh. Halloween yes I think yes. that's
2: pretty that's pretty typical for a Halloween though. I mean,
4: like, I think so too. You're right. Yeah, you
2: know, I went to college As captain of the <laughs> neighborhood
3: watch, I can't allow this kind of vandalism to stand. I demanded that we walk in there and execute a citizen's arrest on those hooligans
2: inside.
4: You feel free to do what you gotta do, Trudy. I'll be here to
2: back you up. Hey, my dad gave me a key to the city, so I think I can just get us in.
1: Brent then punches the door. (laughs) It is a (laughs) metaphorical key.
2: (laughs) I uh, yeah, I take I take my fist and I use my fist against the door. Amazing!
1: (laughs) Please roll me a D twenty. All right, first roll of the night,
2: guys. This is going to bode really well for us. It's a two. Jesus. I,
1: so I listened obviously to the last episode we made last year. You guys were rolling so poorly the entire time. And, uh, it is a Halloween omen that continues on to today. Yeah. Uh, Brent, you go and punch the door, and uh, as you do, it just goes gung gung, 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 And you pull your hand back, and it is now red and throbbing. That did
4: not work. Trudy, do you still have your mag light on you? Maybe you can power through I this keep door it lock. With me
3: everywhere I go in case I need to light up uh, the darkness with God's wisdom. <laughs> I pass the flashlight to read. Okay,
4: (laughs) I attempt to hit the lock. I didn't know that I could do this, but I attempt to hit the lock with his, with his, with his, with her. His mag light. Get Trudy's pronouns right.
3: Yeah, (laughs) canceled.
1: (laughs) Roll me a d twenty, please. All right. 16. You raise the maglite over your head, just kind of pretending to be Trudy. You remember how she did it last time oh, when yeah. she Boy, went to I. smash a gourd into pieces. <laughs> and you come down hard on the lock, and it breaks in two, and you kick the door open, and the mall is now yours. And
4: I kick the door open, and I stomp in one, two, I am Reed Coleman. <laughs>
2: And then I I then walk, I goes. like push him out of the way, and I stand in front of him and I make like an like a, a pose myself. <laughs> and I say yeah, <laughs> I did it. I got us in, guys.
1: <laughs> Trudy, can you please roll me a perception check? Sure can.
2: Can you see past my awesome back muscles?
3: <laughs>
1: Twelve. With a 12, you notice that there is no alarm going off in the mall. There might be a silent alarm, but at the same time, you also don't hear any police sirens in the distance. This is a very small place. You can hear police cars if they're on the opposite side of Ransom at any given time. And sure, there's wind and rain, but you should be able to hear one, and you don't.
3: Now, fellas, in the course of my job as Neighborhood Watch Captain, I often have to enter this facility when it's closed. And at the times in the past when I've had to do that, the police response was much quicker. They probably just know that I'm here. I'm the king. <laughs> I think we best be on high alert for
2: teenagers and tweakers and, and sexual deviants. So, Ryan, as I step into the mall and I look to my immediate right, what store do I see?
4: FYE. FYE. Well, it's been a while since a lot of people have been in this mall, huh? It's been a while. It was it's, built. It's this brand year. new.
2: It's brand new.
3: I take my back first my job. Com. Was
2: at this Fye forty years ago. It opens tomorrow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and Brent couldn't, or his dad didn't think. Maybe he gets a job at the mall. Like you could go work at Auntie Donna's. He didn't think that one. He was like, he can't get a job at Auntie Donna's. He will fail that somehow.
2: So give him power. Uh, right. <laughs> well. I mean, he's,
1: he's a glorified secretary, if we're all being honest with each other.
2: No, he's the king.
1: So well, That's a good point.
2: Uh, and now I want to look at the next store. Is it another store that, uh, that doesn't exist anymore?
1: Yeah, it's an Auntie Donna. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Are all the stores stores that don't exist anymore?
1: No, the next one is also an Auntie Donna. Currently behind you three... In town, you all realize this simultaneously because it is loud. It is, in fact, louder than any siren would have been. You can now see beams of red light coming from the storm and within a mile to two miles away, porting down into the town and then going back up into the cloud, like beam me up cylinders from Star Trek over and over again. So many of them you lose count and then... They stop. As you then turn around, the floor is shaking and you are in the food court staring at a gigantic hole in the ground and you can see that there's a staircase in the hole leading down into something.
4: What in the world is going on here? Man, I swear every year it gets weirder and weirder.
3: I read all about this on Facebook. The Illuminati dug these enormous tunnels under the ground. They're actually deep underground military bunkers where they keep all of their human sacrifices.
4: Was that on all things ransom? Nice,
3: <laughs> uh, which I, I am the moderator of. Yeah, that's clear. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: Simply clear. ransom. Good callback, Adam. Yeah. So, so when I uh, when I look down the hole, what can I see? The bottom? You cannot see the bottom.
3: Only if you ask
0: nicely.
1: All three of you are over the hole, trying to look down it, and
0: from behind you, you hear, well, well, well. what have we here? Three pigs from Ransom, Kansas, huh? <laughs> I'm really scared. No, seriously, I'm, uh, I am terrified.
2: Is that Auntie Donna?
0: It is not. As you three turn
1: around, you see looming over you a 10-foot-tall burlap sack filled with all kinds of insects and spiders, and he also has a snake for a tongue.
2: Oh, boy. I haven't seen any movies,
3: and this character seems terrifying and original.
0: (laughs) 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 So you're the three everybody's talking about. You're joking. You're joking. I cannot believe my eyes currently. You're joking me. You gotta be. These cannot be the right guy. Are these the right guys? These are the right ones. Who is he talking to? Are you sure?
4: Excuse me, Snake Man. Yes. Two questions. Do you happen to have a jazz album? And who are you talking to?
0: (laughs) Number one, absolutely. Oogie Boogie does the Rio. And number two, don't worry about it. Oogie Boogie does the Rio? (laughs) They're ancient. They're ugly. I don't know which is worse. I might just split a seam now if I don't die Lap. I have to? Really? Okay. I'm gonna-
2: Can I look and see, like, where's he looking when he's talking like this? Like, yeah. <laughs> he's
0: he's just kind of looking up.
2: Up. Interesting.
0: Well, <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious that it's hopeless and, uh, we're finished. We haven't got a prayer. Uh, but I can tell you confidently as the foremost authority on general spookiness, cause I'm Mr. Oogie Boogie. With this crew, we ain't going nowhere.
4: Where? Where are you- Where are we not going? You're being very vague,
0: Mr. Boogie. I'm gonna start walking away. All right, yeah. No, I'll call you back. Yeah, okay. Oh, he was, he was on what? a
2: phone call. Guys, he was just on a phone call this whole time.
0: Oh, well, it looks like you three are what we're working with. And he, from behind his back,
1: takes out a gigantic hourglass filled with maggots and turns mm. it
0: upside down on the ground. We are on the clock, so let's make our way into this scary red hole, shall we? Mmm, spooky.
2: Nice to see you to offer, but I, got, I just got a new job, and I don't want to be late tomorrow, so
0: I'm just going to go. You know... You guys aren't what I assumed you would be. You three are kind of famous where I'm from. How are we famous? Well, I'm part of a group. uh, Demons who used to run the nine hells, so uh, take that as you will. Are you evil? Oh, yes. Yes, that's for sure. A year ago, you three defeated a scarecrow possessed by a very weird demon who uses souls for sustenance, which it sucked up through their raven army. Is this correct?
2: I feel like I'd remember something
4: like I don't that. remember that at all. I think I was a little drunk last year. You
2: mean, wait, you mean the party? You mean that teenager's prank at the cornfield? Yeah, that was just a teenage prank.
0: Do one of you have the raven?
4: I mean, I have this wooden raven that Brandt gave me because it has my name on it. There we go.
0: What do I do with it? Tough times. Your name's Reed, right? Yes. Tough times, Reed. He looks over to the hourglass. Tough times indeed. Well, what are we counting down to? What do we have to do for you? The end of you. The end of me? Yeah, there's two, but you first, for sure.
4: Must I die?
0: Yeah, well, hopefully not. I guess that's like the whole point of this, that you don't die, but you are kind of the one in charge of you not dying, and Mm. uh, as I said previously, it does not look good. Great, great, yeah. So what, what 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 do we do? That scarecrow last year was not the only earth realm inanimate object to come to life in order to feed upon souls, but it was the only one that was defeated, somehow, by you three dinguses.
2: I'm not a dingus, I went to college. He did, he played
4: football. He became my best friend last year after we drank together. I was so
2: smart I got to leave when I was only two months in. I didn't get the hat though. What hat? When you graduate, you get that you get the triangle hat.
0: Oh, okay. I see where this is going. <laughs> Oddly enough, my boss thinks that if we are to stand a chance of defeating you don't know who, you are the three to do it.
4: Well, how do we defeat this person if we don't know who it is?
2: Wait, are you helping us or trying to kill us? I'm yeah, confused. I'm a
4: little confused here.
0: Yeah, right now I'm trying to help you. Okay, oh. what do we do? The demons who used to run the nine hells were ousted by an even eviler power. I was uh, kind of the right hand man uh, running the nine hells. Uh, You could call me kind of like the deputy king. I don't know if you have any uh, experience with that.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: You got the same job I got. You're the king. I don't think that's true. Anyway, we've been successfully soul-barred from entering the you-don't-know-what's layer. That's sugary-ass bitch, but we think that mortals can do so just fine. You might melt, we don't know. <laughs> so, this is what you do. Go down the stairs, take a left at the Boiling Blood River, a right at Christmas Town, and a left at the disc golf course, and then boom! Disc
4: golf course. I've been looking to add one to my to my profile. We should probably go check that
2: out. Is it on disc- Is it on Discworld? Yeah, yeah.
4: I, I don't see it, but there is a layout for an unnamed <laughs> uh, an unnamed course. Anyway,
1: good luck. That burlap sack in that moment falls to the ground as bugs scatter to all corners of the mall that once made up his body. One lone snake slithers
4: away. Ah, man, that's really weird. Yeah, um, that
2: guy looks familiar. I think I might have went to school with him.
4: Maybe
5: that's I don't the
2: know.
1: The dean, I think.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, the dean. I think it's, it's a the team dean of school. Maybe that's Dartmouth. He <laughs> maybe he can cash. Maybe oh, maybe he, maybe he can cash could be my Dartmouth. check.
1: That is Dartmouth.
4: <laughs> okay, so I have to die. Hopefully not though, but I have to die. And there's a disc golf course. So I'd like to play that course before I die if at all
2: possible. At least you get to die doing what you love, and man. There you
4: go, you know.
3: Reed you can't die. We still haven't figured out exactly the nature of our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I think
4: I have a pretty good idea, and I'm I'm just I'm okay with it, Trudy.
2: Anyway, well, I'm ready to, <laughs> ready to
1: die. I'm going to leave that exact amount of silence. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh,
4: anyway, we should probably go check out that disc golf course because I haven't played in about a week and I'm getting a little rusty. My arms starting to lock up.
1: <laughs> As you three reach the bottom of the stairs and look upon a vast rust colored wasteland, uh, which, by the way, You have incentive to do to go down the stairs, not just because a large sack full of bugs asks you to do, but as you look behind the large sack, as it uh, falls to the floor, you realize that those red cylinders that came from the storm above Ransom, Kansas, what those actually did, it seems to be it possessed everyone in the town who wasn't in the mall because they as a crowd sort of like the possessed crowd of adults in the Power Rangers movie when I have the news <sighs> yes. uh, got yes. all them yes. It's kind of exactly like that. They are now marching slowly but surely towards the mall. At the front of the pack, you see your father, Brent. Besides him is Gray Sloan, the town's EMT slash firefighter slash sheriff. Next to her is Jenny Ovana on all fours galloping towards the mall. Jesus! And all around them is the rest of the entire population of Ransom Canaan. Nope, Trixie's not there. She's dead.
4: Oh, shit. I think Trixie died last year. (laughs) This
2: (laughs)
1: is when Brent finally is
4: like,
2: oh, no.
1: Yeah, no, I
2: get it. (laughs) The whole town's here, but Trixie's not.
4: There could only be one reason. She must be dead.
2: (laughs) She must have gone to Dartmouth too.
4: Okay. Uh, Okay, so there's a river of blood, right? That's the first thing? Right. To your right is a river of
1: blood, and in the distance is a looming tower. Between the tower and the river is snow. What do you three do? Is it warm down here? Yes. Right now,
4: it is very warm.
2: I take a snowball. Oh, we're going to build a snowman. Do you want, Do you to, build want to build a snowman? Um, Do you want to build a snowman? Do you want to build a reed man? <sighs>
3: nice.
2: It doesn't have to be a coal man. Well, this is very <laughs> strange. <laughs> that
1: was good.
4: That was really great. <laughs> God, God damn it. Um <laughs> Okay, so it's really hot down here. There's snow. Why is there snow? Uh are we close enough to the snow to grab it? Like can we even touch does it? Does the
2: yet. snow feel cold or is it does is it like weird like warm snow?
4: No, the
1: snow is freezing. It's oh, freezing,
4: but it's still hot in the area. Hmm. Absolutely.
3: Trudy, Trudy. I say we 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 walk further into the danger because uh God will protect us. <laughs>
1: When you called out Trudy there, I was like, James is asleep, I think.
2: (laughs) So, is this like hell freezing over? A
1: little bit, kind of. Ooh, the (laughs) eagles. As you walk forward, did you say the eagles? Yeah, man. (laughs) Okay. As you walk forward, your feet go from dust to dust. To more and more snow and you enter a town the population of which seems to be a bunch of very small humans but three to four feet tall and then at the center of this crowd is a large man dressed in red and he's saying something to the effect of and you can hear from the back of the crowd Okay, folks, calm down, calm down. Now, this is just a case of Christmastown being portaled into hell for being too jolly. This ain't the first time, and it will not be the last. Well, it might be the last, as it were. <laughs> it does seem as though the gravy train has come to an end. At that moment, concerned murmurs radiate through the crowd, and in the back of said crowd stand three Christmas creatures talking amongst themselves. The first being Randolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, played by Chad. The second being Heinrich von Huffington, Baron of the Winterland, (laughs) played by Adam. And the third being Stephen, the surly, foul-mouthed Union steward of Santa's elves, played by James.
2: You son of a bitch. Yep. (laughs)
1: Trudy, Reed, and Brent walk up to them. How does that go? And then I wrote in my notes, lol, good luck, idiots.
4: Okay, what, (laughs) can you say my name again? (laughs) Yeah, you're Heinrich. Heinrich von... Huffington. Huffington, Baron of the Winterland? Yep.
2: And I'm... I'm, (laughs)
4: Hello, I'm Heinrich von Huffington, (laughs) Baron of the Winterland. And this here is my... What's his name again? Chad's name?
2: I'm Randolph.
1: Randolph, <laughs> the red nosed reindeer. Oh yes, this is
4: my Randolph, the red nosed reindeer.
2: Uh, Randolph, Randolph uh, walks up. He he's like a, like a scruffy uh, like matted reindeer with like darker fur, and uh, his his uh, antlers have all been sharpened. Like he's like like a broody kind of not Shit. friendly the reindeer. Emo reindeer. Dude. Yeah, he's he's super emo. Like he's got a, he's got a <laughs> He's so got, you have a hair uh, flip? And, yeah, he's got a hair flip. He's got <laughs> one eye is covered by by a clearly dyed black hair.
4: Uh, <laughs> you have brown hair except for that one spot. Except for that yeah, one spot. Roots.
2: Yep. 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 And uh, and the um, my my glowing red nose. I uh, I put like a, uh, I, I tattooed like an angry face on the tip of it. So when it glows, you can see like a a spotlight of an angry face.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like the Batman <laughs> symbol, but different. <laughs>
2: This, this was is all your note- thought out. This was all thought out last year. So, <laughs> <laughs> is
4: this is? Oh, I do. Re- I do vaguely remember this. Yes, um, these are in fact
1: the three creatures from the long lost Christmas one shot that we never did. But perhaps I am now forcing them back into the world for reasons.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So is is um, Randolph's nose currently red?
2: Um. It's yeah. It's it's. All, I mean, it's always red, but it's not always glowing. Or right? glowing it, red. <laughs> Yeah. No, it's not it's currently glowing. glowing. It's, it's not, not glowing. It's not yet. currently glowing.
4: Oh, you arrived at the perfect time. Randolph's nose is not glowing, so he's not quite as angry as
3: he could be. Cute. You non-denominational holiday characters distract <laughs> people from the true meaning of Christmas, which is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ.
1: And what does Stephen, the surly, foul-mouthed union steward of Santa's elves, say back to that, James?
3: Hey, whoa! I'm walking here. <laughs>
2: that's very very dumb what's his <laughs> name again Stuart? steven steven hey 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 we don't really like outsiders coming through here what business you got in christmas town my character is a little too similar to Chaz.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just the wrangler here today <laughs>
1: We have to workshop this.
3: <laughs>
1: Ooh, workshop. Good Christmas pun. There
2: you go. Yeah, we have to Santa's workshop this. No? <laughs> hey, hey, pony boy, do you do rides? No, nah, man. <laughs> Not anymore. And he kicks the ground.
4: That's amazing.
2: <laughs> Tonight's the night that I'm
4: gonna fall for you over again are Tell you now playing Randolph
2: <laughs> you know I mean? yeah,
1: that's Randolph playing <laughs> yeah. yeah you can be any of the characters yeah. uh, <laughs> as these six characters played by you three people <laughs> are having a full conversation Santa sees Trudy Brent and Reed from afar and he says <laughs> anyway we're all gonna die and oh shit it's those guys Come up here, you goddamn hicks! ah uh, yes oh uh, that's how we, Santa sounds and famously that's how he laughs everyone does yeah. that
2: <laughs> yeah like
1: goofy and the crowd <laughs> parts except for uh Stephen and Randolph they don't give well, shit as, as Santa
2: there. approaches Randolph Randolph's nose glows like a, a very dim kind of like sarcastic glow and he <laughs> sarcastic glow. Uh, and, and and you watch as his form shifts to look more like Rudolph
4: oh shit oh Oh. don't anger him very much more Santa, I know you love everyone, but you might want to take a couple steps back right now.
2: Hey, Santa, it's me, Rudolph.
1: Okay,
4: you can't just be...
1: <laughs> oh, oh, wait, I forgot. I was like, wow, man, he's such a good Rudolph. He's just introducing characters. I get it. Though.
2: <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, you got there. <laughs> I'm pretending, to, for the audience, I'm pretending to be Rudolph. So just for the record, I am Chad playing Brent also playing randolph who's playing rudolph to talk to santa who's played by ryan let's go
1: that is not confusing oh my at gosh all.
2: hey you fat man
3: santa claus <laughs> saint nicholas was an eastern orthodox turk you are clearly some kind of demonic scandinavian folk monster <laughs>
2: Hey, lady, you can't talk to Santa like that.
3: Calm down,
4: Trudy, calm down. We just want to get to the disc golf course. You're lucky my
2: man
3: is here, or son. <laughs> Wait, what? You need to brush up on the lore, Chad.
1: Uh, d- Jack told me before he disappeared that uh, you would be coming here and I should get the sleigh ready for one last ride and to give you the reins once you arrived. Uh, you would know what to do. So here it is, and uh, personally, on behalf of Christmas, I'd like to thank you for definitely saving Halloween and the world ahead of time. Big help, you three are definitely going to be.
2: Wait, you talked to, to Jack Ske- <clears throat> All right,
1: look, Santa- Randolph? Oh, not again, Randolph. <sighs> you know,
2: it hurts me to pretend to be my brother,
1: but- Well, your brother is currently strapped to the sleigh and back of me, so yeah- You can't just pretend to be him when he's in the same place you are.
2: I really should scan the room before I try to impersonate somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) Did you say you talked to Jack Skellington?
1: Oh, yes, my good friend Jack.
3: You talked to copyrighted character Jack (laughs) Skellington?
2: And I used copyrighted music
1: when I talked to him.
2: (laughs) Well, me me and Jack go way back, so I'm pretty sure if there was something going down, he'd talk to me.
1: Jack is gone excuse
2: me jack is
1: gone
2: wait that that horse just talked guys (laughs) what's going on here
4: (laughs) what is happening
1: (laughs) no one fucking knows i'm gonna get us out of this scene this time time. (laughs) (laughs) this time i fear it is more christmas's fault that this is all happening than halloween Santa at that moment looks over at a building to his left. It is an F.Y.E. And then he looks over to his right and it has a banner over it that says, The Galactic Bakery. And he shudders to himself. But anyway, it's all fine now. And we're all not gonna die. Because you three are here. Aim for the scary black tower. Bye.
4: (laughs) Wait. Uh No one has told us what we have to do
1: here yet. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye, bye. bye.
2: Did, Did Randolph and the other two leave as well?
1: Everyone's just standing around you while you stand in front of the sleigh that Santa's like, get on this.
4: Oh. Well, I suppose we should get on this sleigh that Santa Claus told us to get onto.
2: Yeah, guys, it's Santa. Santa's here. We gotta listen to Santa. He's he's the good he's the good guy. He sees you when you're sleeping,
1: <laughs> and I know when you're awake. <laughs> I Suddenly, feel like he's oh god, oh geez. I'm not bad. Everything's
4: fine. <laughs> he just wanted to <laughs> add some flair.
2: <laughs> Brent gets all giddy and excited. Like he's really he's really excited to let uh, Santa's here, and he just jumps on me. Like he looks like a little boy. Like he gets real excited <laughs> and jumps into the sleigh, and he goes, "Let's
0: go, Santa! Let's go! Let's go!"
4: Um. Mr. Claus, is this going to bring us somewhere automatically? Or are you going to come with us?
1: Oh, I, I have been barred from where this uh, is going, and you three have not. It will go there automatically, as long as you don't do anything crazy. What's crazy? I don't know, like pull the strings hard? <laughs> Make R- Rudolph go do some weird shit? Just don't do it. Just, st- just sit in the sleigh.
4: I planned on whipping some shitties in the snow before we took off. I get that. I do understand that. The
1: first time I got in the sleigh I was like, Of course I gotta whip some shitties. A numero uno thing I gotta do, Santa that is, whip shitties in the sleigh. But
2: this is not the time for that. Dashing through the snow in one horse open sleigh or the okay, we break, go, break, okay, okay. Here, you know what?
4: Take do me a favor, take this take this present and unwrap it, and go sit in the back <laughs> of the sleigh. We'll be right there.
2: Oh man, it's a new football! I, I know it! And
3: that's when the character Jay was from home wanders onto the scene and he's like, You guys wanna do drugs? <laughs> you, you, what are you talking about, pal? I don't do drugs.
2: And then and then Mirabelle from the home campaign walks in and says, Death is no longer
1: possible. Okay, nope, nope. You can't nope. you can't bring up characters and- that have never been recorded before. And reverse. <laughs> God, uh, okay. so many people have turned off this podcast. It's unreal.
4: Okay. Okay, so we're getting in this sleigh. Come on, Trudy, let's go.
1: As you three fly off, you look back at Heinrich Randolph and Steven. Perhaps we will see them again in the near future. Oh, boy. As you get into Santa's sleigh, it takes off automatically towards the dark tower in the distance. As you get closer and closer, the smell of cookies fills the air. Hmm at one point you kind of go through something transparent like a a wall that was there that you very easily went through but perhaps would be more difficult for i don't know like an ex demon or like a current demon or a santa weirdly enough <laughs> You then land in the courtyard of a giant black spire. A legion of ravens is overhead, all looking down upon you. In front of you, in this courtyard, you three see what is basically an upside-down version of Ransom Kansas. You stand in the town square. Pots of chili are boiling around you. Everything is matte gray. This is a ghost town.
2: You say it's an upside down, so we, we're walking on something and there's a, a city above us? Like it, there's more ground no, above us? No, no, us? no, like
1: the upside down Stranger Things. I, oh. That's a good point. I should I should explain that. It looks like the town that you guys live in, but different and more evil.
2: Uh, gotcha. There we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: On the sharp obelisk that rises from the town fountain, an extremely tall skeleton who's wearing a black pinstripe suit complete with a bow tie and black dress shoes is impaled and hanging limp. And then poof, accompanied by a high pitched shout and black magic filling the air, soft, porous and delicious fondant skin rampages around the skeleton's bones. His clothes turn into chocolate, his fingers into cake pops, his tongue into candy as he comes back to life.
3: Just let me die.
1: (laughs) Uh and from around the fountain comes a voice.
5: On Halloween, all friends keep their promises. Jack didn't keep his promise. Santa didn't keep his promise. So I need new friends to keep new promises. Will you three be my friends? Who the heck are you? Is it Mickey Mouse? <laughs> no, it's <not. laughs>
1: God damn
2: it. Where's the where's the voice coming from?
1: From around the fountain. And you see as she steps out who you are now speaking to. A three-foot-tall cookie with medium-dark dough rounds the corner. Her eyes are pumpkin orange and her mouth is curled into a coy smile. Her hair is bright orange, a layered pointed bob with a cinnabar surface layer and a saffron inner coat. Her demure behavior... "...matches her aesthetic. She sports a pinafore dress with a prominent, billowing petticoat skirt, the same orange as most of her hair, and is decorated with radial teardrop shapes of alternating blonde and vermilion colors resembling pumpkin seeds." Her shoes are pointed black, her socks are candy corn, and in her hand, she holds a small, tawny rag doll with a humanoid body and rabbit head with a crooked cat's grin and asymmetrical eyes akin to a jack-o'-lantern. As she boops up to you three, you look up and down on this three-foot-tall bipedal cookie who is pumpkin-themed and realize that overhead, there are many ravens cawing.
5: Oh, darn it! I meant to take care of that ages ago. Time flies when you're being spooky.
1: And poof, all the ravens turn to cookies. They're still flying, but now a lot of them are eating each other.
3: Oh, fuck. My gosh, we've entered
2: some kind of cookie run kingdom. (laughs) I walk up to the cookie person and I say, every other creepy person that we found today has been really helpful. So are you here to help us? (laughs) (laughs) Wait.
5: My word, I didn't recognize you three at first. Brent, Trudy, and Reed. The three dinguses who evaded my spooky-wooky scarecrow last year. Good for you. But it's no matter, really. When the clock strikes twelve, everyone will be happy and free at last. As a cookie. And you'll be the first Reed. Isn't that fun? Uh,
4: I mean, no. I like to eat the cookies. I don't want to be one.
5: Well, you're going to be. And as for you two while you watch your friend's life fade from his eyes, Jesus. I'm going to have Pon Pon kill you. Isn't that fun? Uh, what type of cookie did you have in mind for me? A dead one. okay. Do we, do we get to vote? Yeah, sure, vote now. Now, I
3: haven't played this game, and so I don't get most of these references, but I know that there's no talking cookies in the Bible.
2: <laughs> None of these are references to the game. I vote... No. Reads my buddy. Reads my buddy. We go way back. Yeah, oh. we do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Brent's, I vote no, no as okay. well.
5: Okay. Brent is a no. Trudy?
3: Uh, I will abstain
2: my votes
5: oh. for
2: the time being. Okay. You know, okay. a vote, a vo- uh, not voting is the same as voting for the wrong guy. I disagree. I will not be pressured into compromising
3: my values.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and then I vote yes. And, uh, uh, Jack, Jack, what do you, what do you vote? I vote no. (laughs) Uh,
1: At that moment, Jack Skellington's mouth closes up and he no longer has one.
5: (laughs) And a yes from Jack.
4: This
1: is getting more and more Mickey Mouse over time.
4: (laughs) So is there something that I can do that will prevent me from turning into a cookie? Like, that seems very
5: aggressive. Why me? Because your name's on the bottom of the raven. But I didn't put it there? Who put it there? Me. Why'd you put it there? To kill you. There's no reason or motive that you want to kill me for? It's just for your own personal heaven? Because I was trying to eat souls last year with my inanimate objects come to life and you guys killed it. But I wasn't the one that wanted to carve their name in. Brant was. Sort of a roll of the dice, if I'm being honest. Well, that's not fair at all. Yeah, like Literally,
2: Wait. it was a roll of the dice. <clears throat> Wait, I, hold on a second. Just just point of order. I remember trying to carve my name into yes. the raven. Mm-hmm. Did I not do
1: that? No. Well, first off, you did try to carve your name into the raven. And it. I think you like only got to like B-R or something. Yeah. yeah. And then it was proven that either you couldn't spell your own name <laughs> or just somehow you didn't end that process. And then I, as the DM, rolled a D20 to see which one of you was going to be on the Raven. And it was Reed.
2: (laughs) Okay, gotcha. Because it's really funny if I carved in his name. Yeah, that's also a good
1: point. Yes, you went to go do (laughs) Brent and you accidentally did Reed, got to the end and was like, well, it's
4: too late now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, a little help here, guys. Trudy, what? Come on. you're the you're the leader of the neighborhood watch alliance i need some help here watch me please
3: read although i'm not sure in which particular way uh how you are the closest person i have and so now (laughs) i will protect you
1: as you say that pumpkin pie cookie walks up to you Trudy, and hands you her rag doll
3: this is for you I don't want any of your Christmas presents.
2: I don't celebrate. Oh, okay. I'll take it. Perfect. It's for you. This is going to go great with my football and I open it.
1: Yeah. It's, you open it. It's, uh, if you, once you try to open, quote unquote, the rag doll, It immediately comes to life.
2: Oh, wait. I thought that it was a present. Because you said it was a
1: present. You just tried to rip the evil cookie's rag doll in half, which I'm sure the evil cookie would love.
2: Because he thought there
3: was a present inside.
2: No, I misunderstood what you said. No, I wouldn't have tried to open the rag doll, but I would have taken the rag doll. Yeah.
5: (laughs) I'm going to go hit the big orange button right now. See you later when I eat you. Okay, bye.
1: And she saunters away. And as she saunters, she says,
5: go pon pon.
1: And before the rag doll gets like even fully in your hands, Brent, its eyes light up. As you're trying to rip it in half, it <laughs> starts to grow and grow and grow. It's so big that you can no longer hold it. Its feet hit the ground and is now as tall as you are. And its arms wrap around you, Brent, as it gets taller than you and taller and taller.
2: As it passes by my size, mm-hmm. can I can I quickly try to do a ball kick?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: I'm gonna do a ball kick.
1: <laughs> do a ball kick.
2: ball. Roll. Kick. That's a 16.
1: The pawn-pon pon goes, Oh <laughs> please roll initiative. Does it work? It sort of works, yes. Okay. Uh the pawn pawn lets you go.
2: Okay. I got a 17 for initiative.
1: You have a 17 for initiative. James, what'd you get?
2: I got a 12.
1: Adam, what'd you get? A two. Okay, Reed has a two. Trudy has a twelve, and Brent has a seventeen. I will now
5: roll this one.
1: Okay. Okay. Currently, Ponpon Pon is standing right in front of you, Brent, and you are the first up.
2: Okay. So after my ball kick, do do I notice any discernible reaction?
1: Yes. Sort of at Ponpon's Pon's waist, as much as a rag doll that is now seven feet tall can have a waist, it did just sort of bend over and go like...
2: <clears throat> All right. I'm going to uh, take out my dagger and yeah. I'm going to use, uh, I'm going to do a one, two fist silver dagger, like yeah. uppercut kind of thing. Awesome. First, the fist. Yeah. Uh, I got an 11. That hits. That hits. All right. And then next is the dagger. I got a 18.
1: Those both hit. Please
2: roll for damage. Rolling for damage. One D4. I got a three for the punch. And for the nice. dagger, I got a two.
1: Five points of damage first round. And Pon Pon reacts by going, oh. My insides.
2: Oh, shit. You got manly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I have a terrible smoking problem, I guess, too.
2: <laughs> Clearly.
1: <laughs> Trudy is now up. By the way, in the distance, you can still see Pumpkin Pie Cookie just kind of like sauntering away. Jack Skellington's like looking at you guys and cheering you on. Oh, he's, he's, he's conscious? He's conscious, just impaled in a cookie now.
3: Okay. Trudy says, stop right there, criminal. I'm sure some of this has been a crime. And I start chasing after pumpkin cookie.
1: Okay. You do that. Pon Pon is now up and it looks straight down at Brent and goes to do a chomp and a slash. The chomp gets a 17, hits. Uh, which hits the slash gets an 11, which doesn't. And the chomp does six points of damage as Pon Pon goes for your non-throwing arm. Uh, not purposely, but just how it actually happens and takes a, a good old chunk out of your shoulder.
2: Oh fuck. Good thing that's not my throwing arm. I gotta get back to Dartmouth. <laughs> Who I I think
4: is a sack full with bugs? Yeah, yeah. He, I gotta shake that man's hand, and I shake with my left hand.
1: Adam, you're now up.
4: Great. Um, I happen to always carry this disc golf disc with me because, as I said, we were on our way to this disc golf in Hell. So I have this disc golf disc, and I think I'm going to attempt to hey, hey, throw it.
2: You, that's a frisbee.
4: It's a disc golf disc brand. It's a
1: trademark issue.
4: It's a disc golf disc brand, <laughs> or like we like to call it a froth disc because it's frisbee golf.
2: Oh. So this I think exactly my just disc- the right
4: time disc- disc- to have this conversation <laughs> and I'm going to th- I'm going to throw it towards Pumpkin Cookie to try and slow it down while Trudy is going after oh shit
3: now i have questions is disc golf like the same as regular
4: golf no 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 <laughs> it's so you throw a disc at a hole but it's not really a oh. hole it's a, a a chain catch and then you okay. have to try and get it in and the lowest score wins so yeah it's almost exactly like golf anyway i'm gonna throw oh, I see
3: sounds demonic <laughs>
5: <laughs> While it you guys really are having really this evil.
1: conversation, the large ragdoll is just like kind of looking left and right, like ping-ponging. Like,
4: what is going on right now? So I'm going to roll. I'm going to roll. Yeah. But that's what happens. Yep. 17. <laughs> Shit. Okay. So, that's a hit. So 2d4. <laughs> four. Yep. Yeah. 4. Oh, God. 2. Boom,
1: baby. Okay. So you re- is it a forehand or a backhand?
4: It is a... Forehand, because it looks cooler. Oh uh, fuck, obviously. So uh Reed's been
1: working on his forehand and he lets loose his disc and it flies through the air, goes right, fades left. And jams right into pumpkin pie cookie's neck yes, and just she knows like and kind of just like ricochets onto the left and falls to the ground and brent is now up.
2: Yeah, I could do that. I take out my football yep. uh, and I throw my football at the guy too. I mean at, at the at the at the, <laughs> at the
1: at the cookie that's now on the ground.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> I can't be, I can't be showed up. I gotta.
1: You, you know what? The cookie is on, not moving at all. It's now prone. So okay. uh, roll with advantage.
2: Okay. Just point of order. I have two I know, in, D-
1: in D&D, weirdly enough, in D&D, as you've now explained to me, when they're When something's prone, you actually have a harder time hitting it because it's on the ground. Yeah. But this guy went to Dartmouth, baby.
2: Yeah, right, right. But I just want to be clear. I have two footballs, right? Because Santa gave me a football. Yeah, you do have two
1: footballs. That's so stupid.
2: (laughs) I'm going to throw my football. Do you do them at once, all at once? No, just one football, just one football. Oh. Um, all of you I, just throw shit at her. I got a 13. Yeah, that hits. Nice. Football damage is 2d4, nice. Very cool. Uh, I happen to have 2d4s right here, and it is a five. This pumpkin-looking cookie,
1: sauntering away, just got decked by a frisbee and then a football. While And the football was when she was on the ground. She's like, ow!
2: Oh, I forgot to roll with advantage just in case I crit. Here we go. Yeah, that's true. I did not crit.
1: Oh God, I wish you goddamn critted. That'd be so <laughs> dick. Okay. And so Pon Pon, now looking back.
2: Wait, re- really quick, really quick. I turn to read and I do one of those like, like, like aggressive, like checks or like I throw my hands up like, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> Yeah. I'd
4: be like, yeah, that was a pretty, that was a pretty great throw. I mean, you're an all-star Dartmouth football player. I just play frisbee golf on the weekends.
2: Yeah, and I'd really appreciate it if you stopped trying to show off in front of I me because you're kind of stepping I in my nothing. territory.
4: It's okay, bro. Bro, I'll buy a well, beer later. You know,
2: That's we fine. should talk about this when we're in a safer space. I thought you were you got sober. It. Understood. Somehow the stroke took away
3: Reed's ability to bowl. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like that Brent is not good at having friends. Like, he's just never done it. (laughs) (laughs) So he's really bad at it. (laughs) Trudy, you are now up. Uh, Am I I far from the cookie man? You are sort of now looming over Pumpkin Pie Cookie, who is on the ground and needs a, a turn to stand up.
3: What are you doing, bitch? Okay. So I say, run, run as fast as you can, but I'll catch you, gingerbread man. And oh, then I this... Uh, miss- okay. <laughs> the kind of the area of his head where an ear normally would be. <laughs> sure. Uh, she attempts to grapple that
1: area. Okay. Let's do contested strength roll. So, <laughs> what'd you get? Four. I rolled a 20. So... <laughs> <laughs> As you grab her ear, she goes like, you're coming with me and just kind of launches her head left into the ground, slamming her head into the ground, taking damage for sure. But also it like throws you like, an, you know, like Hulk does in uh, Avengers with Loki, just kind of back and forth. She throws you left <laughs> over her shoulder completely and you take um, 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Dang.
3: How
1: many pit points do I even have? 30. Gee, all right. Ponpon Pon is now up and has sort of sees this happening. And Ponpon, Pon, I think, was thinking in its mind, I have to go help the master. But then the giant rabbit just saw Pumpkin Pie Cookie do what Pumpkin Pie Cookie did and was like, nah, I think she's good, and turns back to Brent. And this time, the large ragdoll's eyes glow And then lasers come out of them and try to go through Brent.
2: Go through (laughs) Brent.
1: Through your body. And then you'd be dead.
2: But I I need that for stuff. Do I make a, a deck save, or is it an attack roll? or?
1: It's a attack roll by me, which I did very poorly. So, as that happens, you can kind of tell this is a new thing Pon Pon's trying. This is like an <laughs> added ability. And uh, and as it happens, there's more recoil than the large stuffed rabbit thought there would be. And their eyes kind of shoot up into the air where the cookie ravens are and just sort of slice through half of them. Like, ah! <laughs> And then it comes back down it, it The lasers stop It rubs its eyes And then opens Its eyes now a burning red And looking upon you, Brent But that is its entire turn And it is now Reed's turn
2: mm. I need some help, Reed It shot lasers out of its eyes at me
4: Alright, uh, hold uh, I mean, I have to uh, I really want to get my disc Just in case we come across that course later <laughs> Okay so I'm leaving instead. No, no, I'll leave it be. It'll, it'll just as long as it's not in the weeds. You know how far am I from Brent? Like two feet, two feet. All right, no, you are
1: just out of range of a attack of opportunity. Like if you stepped away from the
4: rabbit. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna insult it. I'm gonna do an insult. Okay. Um, because. That was such a cool opportunity there. What the hell is its name? Ponpon. Ponpon. Ponpon, pon, that was such a cool opportunity that you had laser eyes and you just you fucked it up so hard.
2: <laughs> uh, oh. You
4: you terrible terrible monster. Oh. It's like you're like 12 years old and you you have a nerf gun and you fired it at a a mirror and it hit you in the hole in your own face you (laughs) stupid idiot
1: okay okay roll insult uh yeah no to hit roll with advantage 2d20s 12
4: yep and
1: 7 the 12 hits and that kind of really hurts pon pon's feelings and uh it looks immediately dejected. Roll for damage. Okay.
4: It is a two mm-hmm. and a, another two, so four. Okay. Yeah, its
1: feelings are for sure hurt, and uh, it's going to really think about that later if it's not dead. <laughs> and now Brent is up.
2: All right. I um, am feeling really confident yeah. all of a sudden after seeing it so dejected. Yeah. And I am going to attempt to well up all of the energy in my body and try to shoot eye lasers back at the monster. <laughs> oh my god, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so yeah, that, sure, <laughs> Let's do, do that.
1: Do that. Yep. Yeah,
2: yeah. So I, you, I like. <sighs> Give me
1: what like little speech would Brent say like if he was Goku, kind of like <laughs> we're, like thinking about doing the Kamehameha. <laughs>
2: Um, it's, 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 it's nothing so noble. It's, it's more like, uh, he doesn't like when people around him do Do things that, yeah, exactly. So like
4: your newly founded friend,
2: right? So like read, read through a Frisbee really well. I had to throw a football really well. This thing shot lasers. I can shoot lasers. And, and like, it's really more just like a, an aggravated child, Yeah, trying to prove
1: (laughs) prove that they're cool. A child that wants to prove it has laser eyes, got it. And
2: it sounds more like...
1: And that's a little Kamehameha-like. I'll just point that out. Meha! I'm not going to make you roll for that because you don't have laser eyes.
2: (laughs) But I believe I I do. Oh, okay. You know what? Roll a d20. He confuses him with
4: dumbness.
1: Roll a d20 and and see what happens.
2: All right, here we go.
1: I got a 10. Okay, yeah, you don't have laser eyes. Damn it. If you you had gotten a 20, I'd be like, you know what? Weirdly enough, (laughs) Brent has laser eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Pon Pon looks upon you with sadness. Not for itself, although it is hurt by the recent insult that uh, Reed bestowed upon it. Mostly it just looks upon you like it's sad for you.
2: Brand. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair.
1: You don't know how to have friends, and you don't have laser eyes. Ha 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 ha. You suck.
2: Yeah, I went. I, I've got friends. Name them. Uh, God damn it. I'm your friend. Did you friend, forget Brand. Reed's
4: name? <laughs> I'm right here with you, buddy. Reed, you're my friend? I suppose so. Since you got uh, nothing else, I feel kind of bad.
3: We have more of a landlord and tenant relationship. <laughs> Like an employee. And he's
4: three months <laughs> late in rent.
1: <laughs> oh, and then you start crying, Brent. Like, oh, oh, thank you so much.
3: <laughs> oh, and Trixie. Thank you, Trudy. Trixie's... <laughs> Trixie. Trixie's still out there and she loves me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is just so, so not fucking dead. sad.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah poor I just realized Brent's really kind of like a tragic story.
1: Yeah, I like it a lot. Okay, James, you have been thrown to the ground and you are knocked prone. What do you want to do?
3: I guess I'm going to spend a turn standing up.
1: So you can stand up and you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say that Pumpkin Pie Cookie stands up simultaneously to you And you can now do something because pumpkin pie is for sure going to do something.
3: Okay, then I'm going to shine my flashlight in the pumpkin pie's face and say, Justice demands retribution!
1: (laughs) Okay, Uh, roll me a d20, please.
3: Rolling. It's going to be a nine.
1: You shine the light in the pumpkin pie's face and she's just sort of like puts her head to the left and it's just like, I'm a cookie. <laughs> that does not work. What? Whose laugh did I just do? Woody Woodpecker. Curses and rat. Pon is now up and... It looks over at Reed, who now it really doesn't like because it just got insulted. Honestly, it just kind of feels bad for Brent. So it turns to go hit Reed. Brent, you have a (laughs) attack of opportunity here if you want to take it.
2: I'm going to take the shit out of that attack of opportunity. Sick. And I got a 13 with my dagger. That hits. And I got a two for damage.
1: That is two. That's two damage. That's what that is.
2: Yeah, that's what what happened.
1: (laughs) Great. So, uh... (laughs) <laughs> Ponpon like turns to the right to look at uh Reed, the only threat Ponpon actually sees, and then it gets stabbed again in the side and is like, oh, I don't know what to do here. Ponpon mad. And now Ponpon and then takes a swipe at you, Reed, and gets a 16, which hits. And does 15 damage. Oof. And Reed, you are
4: now up. Oh my god. That hurt a lot. That took approximately half of my energy out of me. Talk shit, get (laughs) hit. I'd like to take a moment here to reflect on my personal journey that (laughs) I am currently on with Trudy and Brant. We've been through a lot the past year. Uh, Many things have happened. Uh, from sca- scarecrow killing to getting drunk on a farm from a, a rogue keg that appeared out of nowhere, I became a blithering drunk, a, a bore, if you will, to many people around me. I just kept keep talking. I just kept I just kept talking, and there there was nothing more that I wanted than to be accepted. And I thank you both for becoming my friend and my more than a friend, kind of almost maybe her son. And um, (laughs) uh, many things uh, have gone. I picked up uh, the ultimate skill of disc golfing, uh, which has uh, allowed me to become creative, not only uh, with my mind, but also with my physique, physicality uh, that is um, scuba hard. Uh, hard scoops there was this one course one time that i threw and uh you know i thought i was gonna get a par but but i i got a bogey and it just really bothered me so i i did everything that i could in my power to get better so i train i trained every day i set up a basket outside of my house i trained i threw i putted i made the putts i missed the putts i made putts and i missed putts similar to shots in life you don't take shots that you take sh- taking shots is bad and i became an alcoholic because of it let's be honest <laughs> and there's more things and i glance at my clock and i'm like man i really hope this is working
1: <laughs> and as you look up you <laughs> poof turn into a cookie
2: i turned into a cookie oh, oh fuck <laughs> is yeah that but I-, I only had 15 health is that what you were trying to do
4: no i was I was trying to to bore the guy into sleep. <laughs> oh, I, that's what I thought you were trying to do. Yeah, you succeeded.
1: Oh good. Pon Pon is now actively asleep, bored to tears. Wonderful. But time has run out <laughs> on the maggot-filled. <laughs> that's
3: how long I upstairs. talked for.
1: <laughs> and that's how <laughs> yeah. long you talked for that you turned like time's done and you're the first cookie.
4: Uh okay, can I talk still? No, you're no I'm just I'm just <laughs> literally like an oatmeal raisin cookie on the ground. You're basically dead, yeah. Okay.
2: Presumptuously <laughs> you get to pick the flavor of your cookie. I mean, I just, <laughs> just assumed <laughs> it was a boring <laughs> flavor. Yeah,
4: yeah. You're a reed
1: flavored cookie.
2: I'm a, I'm a, yeah. <laughs> Ew.
1: Nice. Yeah. So that happens. Wow.
2: I, so P- I, peace I, out. Yeah. So Brent looks over at Reed, who is now a cookie, and he sees that uh, Reed was able to summon magical powers and now is going to double down on trying to shoot lasers out of his eyes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. You are up, and and you can in a rage.
2: Yeah. 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 Re- yeah. Reed's
1: perhaps. Uh, one of his two friends is now, to him, a cookie. He doesn't know if it's yeah, if Reed's alive or dead. And he says to himself, I'm going to do it this time.
2: This is it. I got it. Do I get advantage now because I'm enraged like Goku turning Super Saiyan?
1: You absolutely do get advantage now. Yes.
2: <laughs> well, I don't fucking need it because I just got a natural fucking 20. Let's go. <laughs> I'm taking a picture and I'm putting it in the chat. <laughs> there it is. There's my 20.
3: He could have taken that picture any time. No, but... It's
2: <laughs> No, I swear to fucking god. So do I shoot lasers? Do I actually do it? Look, I've got even got my I even got a thing of tissues. I'm I'm in character. It's in the picture.
1: As Reed. <laughs> Wait, because you
2: you're
3: checking it right
1: now. <laughs> yeah, why you did you take a picture of that?
2: <laughs> no, I I have a runny nose.
1: Oh, Jesus. As Reed turns into a cookie, the raven that was in his pocket falls onto the ground. The raven's red eyes glow as the sky does simultaneously. Ponpon completely asleep in front of you, Brent goes into a spicy rage. This is not mild. This is not medium. This is spice. And From the core of him.
2: (laughs) I love that this is happening.
1: From the core of Brent, the stupidest part of him, just like the cockles of Brent, an energy rises up. And like some sort of dumbass Superman, he uh, shoots lasers out of his fucking eyes. (laughs) Please roll a d20 for damage.
2: A d20 for damage, okay. This is where the one happens, and it doesn't even matter. Uh, it's a 16.
1: And as those lasers go, Brent, who is very well adept at at least athletics, we know that much, he noticed earlier the recoil that the Pon Pon went through, and no, and you knew to look at the ground when this happened. So when the recoil happened, your head shoots up. And as that happens, the lasers go straight through the center of Pon Pon, who now gets split down the middle. As Pon Pon does the split and falls to either side of you, you look forward and 30 feet in front of you was pumpkin pie cookie. Oh, shit. But now, uh, as you went up, you disintegrated, that son of a bitch. (laughs) And... (laughs) and Trudy what were you were you holding something yeah Trudy's flashlight as she was holding it out in front of uh and like pointing it at pumpkin pie cookie is also in two so you were so close to getting Trudy as well but it was a like a sniper shot across a map where you took both (laughs) evildoers out simultaneously (laughs)
3: I did it. My flashlight was imbued with the power of Jesus and I destroyed the villain.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I I start, I immediately break into uh, like uh, some kind of fight song from Dartmouth. Dartmouth? (laughs) Dartmouth. Dartmouth.
1: Dartmouth. Green guys. Oh yeah,
2: no, I get every word wrong.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) That makes a lot of sense. Reed turns back into being himself. Jack Skellington, still impaled, but now back to himself as well, atop the upside down ransom fountain, is himself again once more. From the sky, a sleigh being driven by Mister Oogie Boogie and Santa, and led by Randolph the Red-nosed Reindeer. Yes, uh, because this is sort of a side mission. You know, this ain't like the real. This ain't Christmas, but like so. Rudolph is James is,
3: from home there.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, he's the other reindeer. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Just James.
1: And they go and they yank Jack Skellington off, pick you three up. And before you know it, the sleigh lands on your roof, Trudy, and lets you three out. You can see surrounding the town, 257-ish people are holding their heads in confusion as they find their way back to their homes. We must go, Santa says. The elves are trying to unionize. I have a lot on my plate before Christmas. Well, Santa
3: Claus, I still think that you are able, but you did keep your promise to protect us.
1: Ho, 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 ho. I think I'll laugh like that from now on. That sounded good. I liked it.
2: This whole thing has been how (laughs) Santa canonically (laughs) got his laugh.
4: Oh, oh, oh. And boy, am I sure glad that you don't like cinnamon raisin cookies.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We all laugh. Everyone's laughing. (laughs) So as the sleigh takes off, Jack Skellington kisses Santa. No. (laughs) What? Way off the rails here. Hey, baby. (laughs) Santa goes, Santa, I love you.
0: (laughs) another perfect Halloween we get married
3: <laughs> you and me Santa uh,
1: another perfect Halloween in the books and does a big you smidge. guys want to
3: have some of these blueberries don't <laughs> so mind if I do I
5: really like it. James from home is here why is he in Kansas
3: <laughs> or the nine
1: hells who knows actually nine hells makes more No, I'm not going to do with this right now the sleigh takes off <laughs> As the three of you go back into Trudy's house, the phone
4: is still ringing. Oh, God. Someone just pick it up.
3: I think now I'm brave enough to answer the phone. And Trudy goes over to the phone and she answers it. Hello? Yes, this is she. <laughs> okay, I understand. No, thank you. And Trudy hangs up the phone. And she turns to Reed and Brent, and she says, I just got off the phone with the man from the DNA test, sir. And he said... And that's the end.
4: oh my god
1: (laughs) and with that ambiguous news and perhaps gross image in our minds of what perhaps might be i wish everyone a happy halloween and we will see you again next year